trying to figure out what we're going to do on Saturday, and we're, I guess we just decided, hey, we, we do have that podcast <laughs> that we're supposed to do weekly. Yeah, that is something that we do, you know. Well, yeah. yeah. But anyways, I'm joined with me, as always, Brantley on my left. Yep, yeah. I am. I'm here. This is my left, right? Yep. You got to do that thing Make that the L's with my hands. You got to do that thing that uh, Levi, uh, what's his last name? I don't know. Let's don't name drop people. Oh. <laughs> on the, uh, let's don't name drop them if we're going to talk bad about them, <laughs> just in case on the off oh. chance they actually listen. <laughs> I was just going to, I mean, the. Oh, I know who you're talking about. What's though. his last name? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying McDaniel. I just said, there don't say go. his last name. Ah, it'll be all right. That's a name drop. It'll be all right. I, I try, I try to be the nice person. He doesn't give crap. But anyways, he's on my left. He admitted that he did it. I mean, did, did what? That he had to hold up oh. his hands to see which one he see that's, which one was his left. See, that's not that bad. That's, just, that's a pretty common issue that goes on. Yeah, you know how some people will say um, it's not rocket science. Well, one day now, who's talking bad about it? <laughs> one day during practice, this is reinforcing the one day. bullying. No, we're no. That's not what we're doing. Y'all started this. I didn't start anything. I don't know you who y'all are talking. It. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm just saying that it's a. Anyway, I have to get the story out. out. I have to get the story out now that we're talking about it. What I wasn't you? even going to say this story. What? Okay, fine. I won't say it either. No, Go ahead. no. I'll, you've I'll, already started on this. You've you already started. You got to finish now. He, he said, "Come on, guys. It's not rocket surgery." Oh my god. <sighs> he is a great guy. He is a great guy. He's a really good cook. And just bless his heart. Good cook. Yeah. How do you know? I used to take uh, what was the little the little kid Cody, him his like they were Cody really good Evans. friends. They were both friends. I used to take, he lived right next to me. I used to take him home. His mother paid me to take him home, and one day at Levi went with him. Well, shoot, that's why you took him home. Yeah, his mother paid me. You think I did it because I wanted to? Ain't that nice? Well, I fella. thought you did it because. Well, 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 shoot, if I'd have known that, I'd have took him home. But you didn't live right next to him. I don't care. What she pay you? Ten bucks? No, it was like it really. She really didn't pay me that much. She paid me like twenty bucks or thirty, like every oh, other. That's not that much. But it wasn't like it wasn't like every week. It was like she paid me like maybe three times. Total. For a, that's for a year bucks. though. Was it for a year? Well, since just Suggs during is not football introduce me. I was My getting name is there. Dakota. I was getting there. I got distracted. That's easy okay. for you to get distracted. You know. You guys talk about me bullying. I get bullied the, the most. Look. Y'all just don't do it on air. Okay. So it makes you look like you two are the Saints. No, the Saints didn't count to the Super Bowl this year. Moving forward. <laughs> I'd rather be the Patriots. They win. Kyler Murray. You didn't this, introduce him. <laughs> you didn't just, introduce he him. He introduced himself. He didn't okay? say his name. He said Dakota. I did say Dakota. Oh. I did say that. Dakota on the mic. On the, he will always be Dakota on the board. Dakota on the board. In Here our, we go. In our hearts. Anyways. Here we go. Kyle Murray, started. this week, after a long time of waiting and a really, really weird media tour, 
has finally said that he will do football full time, not baseball. Which I really think we all saw this coming. I, really, I mean, <clears throat> you make more money during football than you can. I mean, well, you could make more money in baseball, but you got to wait a long time. You get more money now for football, and football's better. Plus, there's an off chance you don't ever even make that money in baseball. Yeah. Because you I mean, can get stuck in the minor league I mean, circuit and never yeah, make that I mean, money. Yeah, I mean, even the worst <clears throat> NFL quarterbacks make. Well, I mean, good shoot, money. look at Colin Kaepernick. We're not getting into that yet. That's for later. Um,. So, anyways, yeah, Colin Murray choosing, Manning. choosing football. So that makes that makes the interesting interesting decision about the NFL draft. We figured he would get drafted anyways, but people we figured teams might be weary about taking him because they didn't know where he would go. He said he's going to go with football. So where does that where does that put him? I think he'll be a top ten draft pick. Really? Yeah. I think he'll be number one overall. I don't think he'll be number I, one. I, I honestly see him going number one, but I, I know, I'm pretty sure, for no, I think without that, a doubt, he'll be top I 10. I think the Cardinals are going to take him. I really do. With Kingsbury. You don't think that they'll trade uh, their yeah, number Yeah, they'll trade one? Josh Rosen you, away. You don't think they'll trade him like as soon no. as possible? Or do you think they'll trade him after they draft Talking him? Talking about Rosen? Yeah. They, I don't know. If they trade him before... That pretty much that lets you know what they're doing. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, even if they don't trade him before, if I they mean, even wait, if they do trade him before, they they could still go with Dwayne Haskins, which I wouldn't recommend. If they wait, uh, I don't know. I, I see pros and cons to both. Because I mean, you could trade him for more draft picks. I mean, I under, you but never I, know. But I understand the uh, the allure of maybe not trading him beforehand in case let something them, happens. Or well, I was gonna say, you know, competition breeds, you know. So let them battle each other instead of just have handing it to one. I think that's a losing situation for Josh Rosen. Oh yeah, definitely. But it could bring out you know maybe if it, it could bring out the best in Rosen or it could bring out the best in Murray. I don't know. But I think that's a. But I mean, if I had to have my guess, they'd probably try to trade him beforehand. If I had to have my guess about it. But I don't know. Maybe like a day of trade, like during the draft, maybe. Yeah, I mean we've seen the movie Draft Day that happens. Have you seen the movie Draft Day, Dakota? Yes, I have. It's a, good it's a movie. very good movie. Really gives you an insight into, and I, I really truly believe that's a lot how a lot of when that movie how is how it really goes down on Draft Day. But uh, I mean, this article here is arguing that I don't. If it, it, there's only really three teams, like top fifteen draft picks. Almost did it. You, you did almost. Do <laughs> I, it. I caught myself. Um. <clears throat> I don't. I, I think the Giants, if they take a quarterback, are set more on Haskins because he's more of the prototypical quarterback. You know, big build, pocket passer, and he's you know from sort of from that area. I think he's from Jersey. The thing, the only thing that I see the Giants being weary of is he only played one year. Because uh, I, I feel either. like I feel like they're the team like they're they're gonna want some. A couple of years to prove that he needs to be in there over Eli Manning. I mean, so we're looking at, but I'm trying to. Say, I don't see Kyle Murray going there because I just don't think he would fit. Oh there. no! I'm sorry, Dakota. I shook the table, but uh, I didn't hear it. Um, so you look at the teams that need quarterbacks that really need them: I mean, Cardinals, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville has a chance to land Foles. I think that's where his big chance is. Uh, the Giants, I feel like, would be more likely to go to Haskins. 
if if I was the Giants, I would try to get Foles. Well, yeah, but, but I, don't I don't know if, if they gonna, can do that. I don't that know if that's going to work out. Without, I don't so, know. The only way that they would be able to get Foles is if they got him as a free agent. I really, what I really wish would happen would Kyler Murray fall in the draft a little bit and the Patriots find a way to pick him up. That would be, that'd be something. He doesn't even fit the Patriots game I don't care. plan. <laughs> They've molded their offense. To, look, dude, any, any, any offense that can use primarily three white guys a receiver and be as good as they are, I'm not doubting what they can do. Just saying. I mean, so... But I really, I think, I think the Cardinals will try to get him because I think he fits really well with what Kingsbury wants to do. So we'll see yeah. how that plays out. <clears throat> um, elsewhere in the NFL, the Ravens traded Joe Flacco to, the, move, to the Broncos. So they are going all in on uh, Lamar Jackson. Interesting. Can't say I disagree with them. Flacco did not have the best year. No. Lamar Jackson did come in at the end but of the then season. Then again, he was only – only the only reason Jackson came in was because Flacco got hurt. Um, but it's not like the Ravens had a terrible record. When I, I don't know, um, Lamar. I mean, look, has Joe Flacco always been like a tier one NFL quarterback? No, but he's got a decent playoff record. He's won a Super Bowl. Um, Lamar, I'd like to say Ray Lewis won that Super Bowl. Well, they did. The Ravens did score thirty four points. Actually, it's Ray Lewis. actually, the refs won the Super Bowl, but you know, well, well, that's a top topic for another day. Who'd they play in that Super Bowl, Caleb? San Francisco. This is back when I liked San Francisco before Colin Kaepernick started kneeling, and uh, they came all the way back and on that fourth and goal. You, I don't know how you're going to tell me that wasn't pass interference, but you know, we're not going to get into that. Um, There's a lot of that. So the the Broncos traded and the Broncos the Ravens traded Joe Flacco to the Broncos. Here's my thing with the Broncos, like this is really becoming quarterback purgatory. They're pretty desperate. So you go you draft Paxton Lynch in the first round. He didn't pan out. Uh, the guy Trevor Simeon didn't pan out. Uh, you get Case Keenum. Case Keenum didn't pan out. I don't know why you thought he would pan out, but he didn't. And so now you got now you've got um, Joe Flacco. Why can't they just draft a young quarterback? I mean, how hard is it? I mean, I, I could have told you Paxton Lynch wasn't going to be that successful. The dude played at Memphis, and I watched him play live. He was not that good. He just played at Memphis. You know, there's not a lot of tough teams they play. So, I feel like I don't – I mean, I know, look, really, really, really good NFL quarterbacks are hard. But, I mean, I feel like there's better options you can choose from. But – I mean, shoot, you've got – Teddy Bridgewater would be better than – some of those people. Well, I can understand not – I mean, the thing with Bridgewater is he hadn't played in forever. I mean – I mean, but still, you you tried Case Keenum. But Joe Flacco's not a terrible – I just – I mean, he obviously doesn't have that many years left. No. he He's getting up there. Unless they're unless they're getting him and then maybe plan on drafting maybe, a quarterback and uh, it probably maybe letting him year. mentor him. Here's the thing. Um, the Broncos really – I wonder if they would have taken Mayfield last year if he, if if the Browns had not taken him number one overall because that was a lot of the talk was the Broncos getting Mayfield. That would have been interesting. But You'd have been a Broncos fan. I said wherever Mayfield goes, that was who I was going to 
I've I've been looking for a guy because I was always a Brett Favre fan, and he retired. He reminds me a lot of Brett Favre. He's undersized. He's he's a gunslinger. He just slings it around. I like it. But uh, <clears throat> so I I don't know who got the better end of this trade. The Ravens are going in on Lamar Jackson. I know that Joe Flacco is. Yeah. What did what did they trade for him? Uh, was it just it was, it was picks? a round, it was yeah. the first fourth round pick. Yeah, it was a fourth round pick. I mean, really? I mean, no, no. The Broncos got the better end of the oh, trade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I just, I mean, do I, if I'm the Ravens, do I want to go in all, all in on Lamar Jackson now? Like, because just what you're doing, you're, you're going all in. This isn't oh, yeah. no, because yes, they had a great. Ooh, from what I understand from this, it's depending on how they rule it. About how free I just ruled it. They oh, yeah, like the trade hasn't – was it like – Like it technically doesn't take place until next month, but I'm trying to – sorry. I'm trying to figure out how to word this to make sense. The <clears throat> trades aren't allowed to go through yet. So yeah, they've so agreed – it doesn't take place until next month. They've agreed gotcha. in principle to trade him. Yes. So – Which basically if they renege on that, there's no I – don't, I don't know how that I works. I mean, they're, they're – I mean – there shouldn't be any repercussions because technically it ain't happened. It's just on a, a, a good standing. So trade. here's what this says: is says there's one wrinkle though. If it's a, if it's designated as a post June first trade, the Ravens would split the dead money charge over 2019 and 20, and it would save them. A, basically, what this article is talking about is by trading him before June first, they have like ten and a half million dollars after they pay him what they owe him. So basically, they they're saving through. money yes. by trading him now. Yes, which is most likely what the Steelers should do if they want to get Antonio Brown out. They, should, they just need to trade Antonio Brown. Oh, I saw an article about something that he tweeted for, to a fan and said, uh, "Steeler Nation always has my heart," or something. I'm sitting here like, uh, I don't, I don't see what his well, agenda I is. I don't think his problem is with the fans of Pittsburgh or his teammates. Oh, I think yeah, it's I know. more of the uh, the the front the office. Honors. But I really don't understand what his deal was to begin with because he's been mad all year. Yeah, he wouldn't. I read earlier that he wouldn't even sit down in Florida with the owner to know. talk about all well, this. The owner has actually. The owner said, "I want to sit down face to face with Antonio Brown and talk mm-hmm. to him, not any of his." people so i think they're actually going to go through with that and do it but yeah Hmm. we'll see so staying with the nfl though the aaf league started last saturday and it's been getting a lot of press and which i think it's a good thing i like it it's like a minor league. It's like for a the minor NFL. league. I think it's a good. Did you see that the Birmingham Iron had like seventeen thousand people show up for the first game? Not bad. Shoot. For a first game, no. There would be a full stadium for an NFL game. Yeah. I think this is. I like it a lot. You know, we're not going to talk a little too a lot about the the league, but I like it a lot because I do think it's a good place for players that want to get back in the league to go. Because a lot of times they just have to go to like Canada. Mm-hmm. But and see that's where that, Trent Richardson was, and then he came to Birmingham. That quarterback for the Iron already had like eight calls from NFL teams after one game, and he won't accept. He won't. He isn't asking for twenty million dollars. Yes, yes. So the <laughs> AAF reached out to none other than good old Colin Kaepernick, and asked him if he'd be willing to play in the uh, NFL, and he requested twenty million dollars. That's probably more than they made off of the opening uh, week. That would be more. 
money per game than I think any quarterback in the NFL is currently making. Because they only play like 10 games. $20 million. Here's my thing. I don't really think Colin Kaepernick wants to come back in the NFL. Yeah, it's the... It's hard. Why would he? He's got the Nike deal. We know he's making money. Why he, he has the Nike deal, we'll never know. People, I mean, he's he's a martyr for what this cause that they have. You know, and it makes it look like NFL teams are terrible people because they won't sign him. And, every, you know, and it's just like this huge thing. And so he's a martyr for this cause that he's, you know, trying to build. Well, I don't, you know, why if he if he goes to the NFL and he, because he's going to be a backup. So oh, if yeah. he's a backup quarterback, I think the only that, place that the only all, place he wouldn't have been a backup was if he went to the Broncos before Joe Flacco went there. So that would have been a. I mean, it just kind of does away with all this that he's been doing. I really wish the NFL team would publicly give him an offer and see what happens. He, and I mean, going back to what all the money he's making, he also has this collusion that's. Yes, it's settled. Enough. We don't even know. According to this, he's making somewhere north of $60 million from it. Gosh. Well, how many well, – what would that be, a year's pay from – yeah. There was – yeah, that's if – Because if he truly wanted to get just, back in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it's not – He would go to the this league, and he would – and if he thinks he's as good as he seems to think he is, he could play and show out and show all these teams why he should have been signed. I mean, if that's how you – if you really wanted to get back in the NFL, that's what you yeah. would do. Well, first off so – you You've already got all that money. Why would you need another $20 million a year added on to that? First off, he was going to be offered a deal with the Ravens, and his girlfriend had a – put out a racist tweet, which was – it showed – um Ray Lewis behind Ray Lewis's face behind the uh, Ravens owner's face, and it was depict it was a depiction from Django Unchained with Leonardo DiCaprio and Samuel Jackson, which is a racially based movie. And they pulled their offer like they didn't even offer him. I mean, it, it's his own fault for not being in the NFL. Because I don't think he wants to be in the NFL, but. I guess, you know, we'll find out. So moving on from one uh, controversial figure in the NFL to another, Cleveland Browns signed Kareem Hunt. I approve this right here. I mean, this if you actually watch the video, they're making this out to be way yeah, more than it is. It's not as bad as they're making it out to be. I mean, should he be punished? Yes. I mean, because you're a public... I think he's already fi- been punished. He already got cut from... True. I mean, and he missed how many games because of that? Half a season? Yeah, he missed a lot. So, I mean, technically, in my opinion, I think he's already served his time because he was cut, didn't get paid for any of that probably, and then now he's signed to a $1 million deal, which is basically saying that he's with the Browns for two years, I think it was. So, well, it's one year, but he if, if he were to leave, it would, it would be a restricted free agent. So they basically have rights to him for two years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's worth much more than that money. So like, I, this, was, this was a guy that was probably on track to be another um, most valuable player candidate. 
I mean, he was rookie of the rookie of the year last year, so yeah. Um, it's not. I mean, there's not even any charges against him. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I just. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with this. And, and it's he, mighty funny how the uh, video just so happened to come out halfway not, through the we're year. We're not going to get into that. We're this not doing is, conspiracy theories. No, we're not doing conspiracy theories. No. This is a. Uh, this article said that he the contract is worth a total of one point one million dollars, but none of that's guaranteed. So Oh yeah, so like the NFL still has a thing against him, so we I mean, they could come yeah. out and suspend him for the next ten game first ten games of next year. We don't even know. We don't even know if he'll actually play for the Browns. He his base salary is only six hundred and forty five thousand dollars. So if he doesn't play single game, if he's just on the roster, that's what he'll get paid. And the running back will also get paid $25,000, a bonus, $25,000 bonus for every game that he's on the Browns' active roster. So that's another $55,000. Or another chunk of change. And then $55,000 if he meets the criteria for his off-season workout bonus. That's interesting. Oh, there's there's so many bonuses in the NFL. It's Shoot, that fifty five thousand dollar bonus is more than most people in the U.S. make. That's more than me and my wife make combined. Oh yeah, like I think the average U.S. salary is in the forty thousand, and that's just because of the people that make big money up in Wall Street. So there's a lot of money to be made in the NFL, but Colin Kaepernick Kaepernick gets none of it because he chooses not to. I just, Wow. I, can't, I mean, you making you're making millions of dollars to not play football. Yeah, I mean he's really. I mean, and this is day and age where people don't want to play football because of all the concussions. So yeah, I don't have a no problem at all. So how, how long are we into this? Twenty minutes. Oh shoot, really? This is a short podcast. We breeze through this, but watch us spend like thirty minutes in the last few. It's very possible. We've done it before. Um, college basketball. This this decade is coming to an end. Can you believe it's been almost a ten years since 2010? That was our freshman year in high school. Jeez, we're getting old. Gosh, I turned 23 just last month. Dude, I was sitting there with uh, my youth group earlier, and we were talking to some of them. And there's a few. There's a few of them that are 15, 16 years old, right around that age, and. Uh, I asked them what year they were born, and they said 2001 <laughs> and 2002. They weren't born when 9-11 happened. Oh, God. Just <laughs> way to make me feel extra old. Right. I was in kindergarten when 9-11 happened. Yeah. They weren't born yet. That's, that's, they're learning about 9-11 as an event that happened before they were alive. It's weird. It is, but, I mean, it is I guess. Weird. I guess that's the. I mean, I guess that's how it is with everything, whether it be Pearl Harbor or uh, the A bomb, or just seems weird that it's our it's turn our, to have that. Yeah, our turn yeah. to have that. That we live through it because that's probably the biggest disaster-like thing that we've ever lived through. I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not counting like tornadoes. I'm talking about like on a national scale. I mean, that's the shoot. That's the biggest thing since all that. I mean, you had the. Guy who drove the box truck in, but that was before we were. That was like ninety two, ninety three. So the, we were born. That did what? Are you talking about the Oklahoma bu- bombing? Oh. Yeah, the Oklahoma bombing. See, actually, my grandfather when he worked there, when he had to go work there for two years, he was like thirty five minutes from Oklahoma City. So we actually went there to like that memorial. Oh wow! Where it was? 
to, yeah, but that was 1995 or something. Four. Yeah. It was before we were born. So, yeah, 9-11. I don't know how we got off on this, but I can't really. Last, we talked about the last decade. Is there anything else that has happened since then? I mean, when did Columbine happen? That was 96, wasn't That it? was 99. Or was it 99? Yeah, I think. I want to think it was 1999 or 2000 or one of the years. So I that, mean, you've had some I don't really, shootings, but I don't nothing really, on the I don't really of, remember Columbine, though. I think we were. I think we were still uh, yeah, I think uh, we were young. Like years I mean, you've got shootings that have happened, but nothing yeah, on the 99. scale of 9/11. Because I mean, that was 9/11. I mean, we've thousands to, of people. We've been to the two wars: the one in Iraq and the one in Afghanistan. But see, and you know, see, I don't want, and I don't want to say anything. I mean, I don't mean this like disrespectful because I know your dad is a military man. But like, I think I feel like wars are fought differently now. Yeah. And so sometimes I, mean, you, you I sometimes sometimes I completely forget that like we are still at war. Oh, I, do, <laughs> I absolutely do too. Yeah, like you know, I mean, and, and a lot of times nowadays it's more of drones and stuff like that yeah. rather than people being on the front lines. Because you always think that like, but you you still it's more of like a chess lines. match than just going in and kind of. Well, I mean, it's a, like it's, a it's big, more thought behind yeah, it. Now. It's a big deal now if ten people die in war whereas you go to World War Two, where you had oh literally goodness, it was, thousands it was more than that it was ridiculous Probably, I, yeah. I, I actually want to see that stat how many people actually died like in many, World War Two. Oh, it was a ton you know, it, it was I mean and that was a, such a and I guess I'm sorry no you're fine uh, we, we haven't had like any. obviously that's why it was World War Two. you know we haven't yeah. had a war on that scale since then mm-hmm. but like even I feel like even during like the Korean War I feel like I just, I mean, you you know that you're at war. Like, I just forget sometimes that, yeah, yeah we, we were at war in Iraq for however long it was. Now, this, I'm sure it's a loose estimation because, I mean, it involved people in the concentration camps and people so in the war. all people that, this like, every country, all, not just the United States. All, I guess all countries. Hey, but can, I, can we guess? Set, it's too late now. Seven billion? I'm going to say 7.2 million. Seventy to eighty-five million people. Oh, man, I was way off. You both were. I but I mean, that's—I knew, knew there was a lot. That's a lot of people. Well, there was what? How many million? Eleven million that died just in the, uh, in the concentration camps. Well, yeah. Then you had the A bomb that happened that we dropped on. Because I think it was—I think I remember this from school. It was like six thousand were Jews and five thousand were like POWs and other people. Yeah. Eleven million people were killed during the Holocaust. 1.1 million were children. Think about this. Golly, one, that's crazy. Over 1 million of those were children. Yes, you're so proud that you remember I just remember stat. that from 6th grade history. You're so proud that you remember the death That's not really a stat Jesus. that I want to be proud that I remember. But what, wait, what you was, did, the, you what didn't was see the stat it, but, you said? I said 11 million. What was the other part, though? You added it was 6 million like Jews and then 5 million were like POWs. It was 6 million Jews. 6th grade history. Y'all didn't see it, but Caleb actually like slapped fist his bump. chest and was he like, like fist yes. bump, like yes. <laughs> here's a, here's a crazy. I really story. wish y'all wouldn't when I put put that in the podcast, make it sound like I'm. You going. put it in the podcast. I'm just this actually says that. I'm just impressed, I remembered of the amount of people that died in World War II, it was roughly three percent of the world's population. At All the right, time. so here's you one, Caleb. When did the Holocaust begin? Nineteen. 19- Thirty. Not. Nineteen thirty-three. 
No. So it didn't. Yeah. So it was way. When did it end? When did it end? 1945 when the war ended, yep. I'm guessing. Mm. 12, 12 years. Golly. All right, let's get off this depressing well, subject. I was, I was just seeing how I well Caleb how we, remembered it. How, well, how we got into this. We went from talking about college basketball to how many people died We didn't even in get into war college II. basketball. We were like, hey, so college basketball. He just barely, he didn't, I don't even think you introduced all of the topic. You just said something about the decades and got to thinking about do you, know, do you know how long? How it's been crazy like? it is that it's been ten years since freshman year, almost nine years. It's been eighteen years since nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, it's been eighteen years. That's okay, let's go to college basketball before we get off on another tangent. Yeah, let's do this. Oh, so anyways, what we were talking about is we're you know the decade's almost over, so we want to look at some of the most dominant basket who were the most dominant basketball teams of this decade. So I think. I mean, you've got to you've got to acknowledge Duke and Kentucky. Yeah, well, I, I was going to go 2012. No, 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 2011. Here's what I hate about basketball: it's split into two years, so you can't you have to do like that 2011, 2012. Like baseball is football is pretty much. I mean, they play the national championship, which, but football is pretty much. You don't know, they call the national championship game of the second part of the year? Yes, I think that's the way they de- well they, they say that it that's the, the like, way like they the, the, declare it. Like the but, championship that Clemson just won is the 2018 yeah, national championship. Yeah. Is the way they call it. I thought they're they the called it the 2019. It's the 2019 no, the, national championship game, but Clemson's the 2018 national champion. So that's okay. the way yeah. it works. So and then baseball is all you know it happens in one year. But basketball, uh, the first team that pops to mind is that 2011-2012 Kentucky team that had Anthony Davis on it because they about they uh, they pretty much. Jeez, break. when was when did you say that was? 2011-2012. It was our sophomore year of high school. Uh, I remember that because they beat Kansas in the finals and it wasn't even really close. Like the whole tournament was like they just blew through it. Like there was hardly. Anything. It was basically just to see who wanted to yeah. come and watch Kentucky win. <laughs> What's funny is I remember going into the tournament. I had someone at our lunch table say, and I'm not going to say his name, but he was like, he was like, Kentucky has no chance because a team full of freshmen can't win the national championship. And I'm like, dude, this is. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that you've got to tell me I mean, who that is after. I will. The podcast. I'm not saying. I'm saying. I mean, veteran teams probably are better. But I was like, it's it's basketball. I mean, if a team's talented enough, they're going to win. We'll see this year. Duke's all freshmen and Tennessee's all veteran. Well, the last time that Duke won a national championship, they were all freshmen. That that team is was dominant, too. That was the year that the Duke won. That was the year Kentucky went almost undefeated. They lost to Wisconsin. And then Duke had won the championship. They had Okafor and uh, Tyus Jones and – crap, what was that other dude's name? I can't remember. Justice Winslow. And Grayson Allen was a freshman. Gosh, that was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> the most hated basketball player in the world. I wouldn't go that far. There's a bunch of people that hated that guy. So, those two teams popped to mind. Uh, the Kentucky team that almost went undefeated, they were pretty dominant, you know. And I don't guess this has to, list has to be listed to what national. It, if I had to go through it, so let's, let's, let's break this up first. Let's look at the national championships. I mean, you've got Duke, So, Kentucky, we're just going to do 2010. So we won't start like we won't do the oh nine ten season. We'll start with two thousand ten. <coughs> so that would have been crap. Who won it before Kentucky? I don't remember. Was, look that up for me. But two thousand eleven twelve. No, that was oh nine ten thousand ten. Oh, it? UConn. No, uh, oh, UConn. Yeah, with Kimba Walker, they beat uh, Butler. So UConn and then Kentucky, Louisville, and then hold that on. was vacant. Let me get it. Hold on, I'm gonna get this out. 
Kentucky, Louisville, they beat Michigan. Louisville beat Michigan. And then UConn beat Kentucky. And then Duke beat Wisconsin. And then, don't tell me. Villanova beat North Carolina. North Carolina beat Gonzaga. And then last year, uh, Villanova beat Michigan. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. So, when I think of those teams, the teams that pop out to mind is the best. Obviously, that Kentucky team with Anthony Davis. Last year's Villanova team was ridiculous. I mean, they walloped Kansas in the Final Four, and that was a good Kansas team. Shoot, they beat Michigan 79-62. to Actually, I would say that's the best team of this past decade. I really would. Because uh, best overall, yes. Yeah, here's what because here's where I'm gonna go. They were so good that I didn't even watch the national championship game because I knew that there was no chance Michigan. I mean, Michigan had no chance. That was a team that beat Alabama by like thirty or forty in the. They were. I mean, they when they beat Kansas, I forgot how many three point. They broke the record for most three pointers in a half against Kansas. I kind of forgot how dominant they were in that. God, they were tournament. so good. I mean, I don't think were any of their games even close in the tournament. In the tournament. Uh, I can't remember. I, I I remember the final four. That's all I remember because they blasted Kansas. So that's all I remember about it. But man, they were good. That was a good team. So I think they would be the best overall. Kentucky's team with Anthony Davis. I think they would be two. I think Duke would the Duke team with Okafor and the one that beat Wisconsin that year would be three right after them. Um, what are the other good teams? North Carolina. North Carolina, the year that they beat. Mm. Well, they lost to Villanova, and then they beat Gonzaga the next year for the championship. Yeah, they lost. I remember them losing to Villanova. I remember them losing to Villanova, and I remember them beating Gonzaga because I watched the one with Gonzaga at your house. I remember them losing to Villanova because they tied it up with that insane three-point shot with like five seconds left, and then Villanova hit the half-court shot. So right now you've got Villanova last year, Kentucky in 2012. Yeah, they would be second. I think Duke would be. What about Louisville when they beat Michigan? That was a good team. You have to remember that was also vacated. That was yeah, I don't, vacated. I, don't, I don't pay attention to that. Yeah. They, they won it. I mean, whatever. Un- unless it's just like every player on the team At was PDs disqualified. Or something yeah. I'm not. I yeah, I mean, shoot, they accept a little money under the table. Eh, it's what, okay. What college team? What college team does not give their players money under the table? I don't. I don't know any. To be I'll, honest with you, could you tell me one that does for a fact? Alabama. Like, <laughs> do you have concrete facts? Andy? Oh no, no, that's, no, why, that's why none of them are. That's why none of them are concrete. Bruh, well, shoot, I, I, I don't have hey, any problem with it. If we're talking, really about, if we're talking about college teams giving money, we need to be looking at Georgia football. Seriously, yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, that and, I mean, and Clemson, because last year they returned every single defensive lineman and they were top ten draft picks. How are you going to tell me that Auburn has this receiver that's been committed for two seasons and then right on national signing day, he flips to the team that's signing a suspiciously high number of five-star recruits over the past couple of years. And then all the Auburn players are on Twitter, you know, making, you know, not coming out and just saying it, but making comments that basically are saying, okay, you paid that due money. But, I'm, but I mean, college, I think it comes to a point where you're paying too much money, but we won't get into that. But uh, I, colleges pay their kid, pay their those players money. I know they do. They do. I mean, good I mean, lord! Some of, sometimes Nick Saban owns a car dealership. What was the air quotations around that? I mean, he does own a car dealership. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's kind of convenient? 
I'm not saying I have a problem no with it. No comment. I, 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 mean, I really the, don't The thing care. is, is he owns a, hey. a Mercedes-Benz car dealership, and every single Alabama player drives a Mercedes-Benz. This, well, <laughs> I'm, thing, I'm not <laughs> saying, so, saying. Is that, isn't there a thing where, like, if every player gets that incentive that on the team, then it's not. As no, wrong. I, I because they don't work like that. I give, I give <laughs> gifts at the bowl okay, games. Yeah. They they just now allowed it to where you can like get your meal bought by somebody. I mean, God, that's so crazy. I don't know. They're a little bit too over the top well, on I mean, some things care. and a little bit not over the top on others. So my thing is, look, if boosters want to give you money, that's that's their right. You're their boosters. If they want to give you money, that's fine. It's, yeah, just if they want to do it, that that would be how I would solve the whole thing. You, the schools can't actually give you any money, but if boosters or anybody else want to give you money, have at it. Like it, like if a if a sack of a thousand dollars just drops on. The guy's front porch. I mean, we know they get so money. So it. How hard is it? I mean, how are you going to prove that, like, say you run into a booster and he gives you a handshake, and, oh, hey, there was $50 in that handshake. How are you going to prove that? Unless you got camera evidence. So, I mean, photo evidence. Wasn't it a scene, I think it was in the opening episode of The Ranch, where uh, Cole, Cole Bennett, Cole talk, Cole Cole Bennett, about, about Cole Bennett is sitting there and he's talking to the coach and he was like, yeah, you've got to sell this many tickets. And he's like, oh, that's how much one of the boosters gave me at Florida State. And he's like, ha ha, funny joke. And he's like, yeah, it's funny yeah, joke. that's a joke. <laughs> I remember that. And he's like, I made more money at that playing the Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. That was it, yeah. It's true, though. So did you uh, ever officially decide your best? I mean, Villanova is the best. Oh, so Villanova, the then Kentucky. We we started. He got me off on that Louisville and the vacated wins. Yeah, so, which that really wasn't actually money. Well, actually, it was. It I was, thought it was I, like I didn't. School I just, see, it was, I just it was, see here on this list that it wasn't was it like school. It was books? Patino. It was Patino. Oh, but, well, all that stuff that he did. So those three teams are really good. Um, who were the other teams that I listed? Um, I don't. The the U the the worst team was definitely the UConn team that beat Kentucky. That was like a seven seed. That was just a crazy. I year. remember that one, yeah. And that that coach has been fired since then. Like he never had a good year after that. That they just caught fire in a bottle, which is what I love about the NCAA tournament that you can just catch hot, get hot like that. Which I think, I in my personal opinion, I think the NBA finals should be reworked and not seven games. Well, that's what, I mean. The best because I mean it's predictable now. The best team's always going to win when it's a best of seven series. Yeah. The best team is now. Always you put win. it in best of three. There's a difference there because it may actually allow another team to win or even just an outright win, just single elimination. I mean, you look at that last year with LeBron and JR and all that happened, and, you know, it was such a – it was one game. It was the first game. I mean, <laughs> in the long run, what it really matter? Not really. They just wouldn't have got swept. So, yeah. But that UConn team, I think, was definitely the worst of the decade. Yeah. I remember Shabazz was on that team. Shabazz Napier, I like that name. I remember that player, but uh, they were they were the worst. Um, four and five. Who? What? What, what is it, Dakota? Oh, uh, this is going back to the money thing. Paying the players. <laughs> Dakota's still on this. I'm actually like I found. We'll probably article. add a topic about this next week. So yeah, just make sure you listen well, in. Teams play their players. I mean, <laughs> apparently, I didn't know this. This is interesting. If a booster gives a player a gift, obviously he, that's a no-no. But apparently, you have what is called bowl gifts and postseason awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
to where the bowl, like whatever bowl game you're playing, let's say you go yeah, to the Yeah, they Rose give bowl, gifts. They can give every player mm-hmm. like a up to a $550, $550 gift from a bowl and up to $400 by a school. Yeah, there's some bowls that gave like Beats headphones, stuff so, like that. here's how it works. And if um, you're an MVP of a bowl game or an all-star contest, you can get a $350 reward. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know that. So here's how it works with the bowl games. They give these. Uh, they give the kids these this list, and it's like you have max money that you can spend. So you know, and they have like the what each are worth, and so you, and so apparently, so that's what I was told. Because apparently, mm-hmm. I was told that uh, I don't know about all these teams, but Auburn's players, running backs this year, spent used all the gifts they got as Christmas gifts because they get really nice stuff. So, oh yeah. That was interesting. I didn't know that. So, but we're, we're going this back. This website here does argue that North Carolina is the most dominant team over the last Why? No. They had so over many, the last decade? They had so many mm-hmm. close calls going in that. I'm this not, was, this I'm was not, also in 2017, though. That was like the year they won it. Yeah. So this is the most this is the most recent team that won it, so they must be the most dominant. No, Villanova is the most dominant. They were... Well, well, if it was 2017, then that includes the 2009 season where they won it against Michigan State. So that's probably why. Okay. Because that yeah. team was pretty yeah. dominant. If we're going na- just the national champions, it would either have to be Villanova or Kentucky. I could see the argument for Kentucky over Villanova because I think Kentucky was more dominant throughout the whole season. But Villanova in that, I mean, towards the end of the year was just about near unstoppable. So those two teams, Duke team thrown in there at North Carolina – I think. No. Okay. No, I mean, I'm not saying maybe top five, but the best. No, I wouldn't say that. I was just saying what the article said. No, if you look at, <laughs> I think that article's stupid. Maybe the past fifteen years, maybe. Past, add, how how is adding extra years make them more dominant? Well, I mean, because are you talking about that North Carolina team that from 2009? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I can't even think 15 years. They beat Michigan State in the championship game 89-72. I can't even think 15 years back. Basketball. But you can remember every single national champion in college football back to the 2000s. It's different. There's a lot more basketball games. Bobby Frazier. I know. I didn't get get into basketball until about 2010. I mean, obviously, I'm just now getting into basketball. Actually, no. The uh, (laughs) – The NCAA tournament where Kansas beat Memphis in overtime, and that was when Calipari was at Memphis and Derrick Rose was at Memphis. That was that was when I started got in. Steph Curry played at Davidson that year. That was when I got into basketball. Okay, so. here's something. It's it's still a college basketball, but it's a little different. Okay, who is the most winning team in college basketball? Most winning team? Yes. Who has the most wins overall? As a coach or a team? As a team. Which college? It's not Duke. North Carolina. It's gonna be. It's gonna be North Carolina or Kansas. Oh no, it's North Carolina or Kansas. Uh, I'm gonna go North Carolina. It's Kentucky. Oh, that's really? right. It is Kentucky. Mm-hmm. UC, and UCLA has the most well, national championships. This is as of the 2017-18 yeah. season. Kentucky. So. I knew it was. I knew, and Kansas is second in it. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. So it was. I knew. Okay. It's Kentucky, then Kansas, then North Carolina, Duke, yep. and Temple. Temple. Wow. 
And, and the funny is the team that has the most national championships isn't even in the top five of most wins. Yeah. But uh, I think I think as of the, as of the time of this, which was the end of 2017-18, Kansas technically has the most wins with 2,267. Kentucky's in – second place with 2,263, but as far as win percentage goes, Kentucky has mm. the advantage because there was five years they didn't play. And see, Duke was uh, – <laughs> it's, it's amazing that Duke's up there because Duke wasn't really anything before Coach K got there, which that was like 1980. I guess that was yeah. a long time ago. But that – So, we got to think there's 80 years for – yeah, 80 years before that that they – I mean, not, I mean, not, I don't think they're terrible, but Coach K made Duke what they are now. That's probably why he's still coaching there. And I'm surprised they can they're still able to do what they're doing with the one and done stuff. He's he they used to not be like that. Like yeah, they used to be able to at least keep them a couple of years, but they now, used to be I mean, they used to have they were like Villanova, they had the veteran teams with uh Leitner and uh crap, what was that dude's name? Christian Leitner and oh, what was that black guy's name? That's real vague. No, the the star that played along. Will you look up 1992 Duke basketball? I think it was 92. Late it was, it was Leitner and there was another. I mean, they had a, they had several good players because they were like one of the best teams ever to play basketball. But it was Leitner and was Leitner the one that went to be on the Bad Boys squad? No, for the no, that was. Uh, Stop asking me questions. I can't remember all these guys' names, especially since this happened like 15 years no, before Le- I was born. <laughs> Leitner was the one that went to be on the Olympic team yeah, with but, Shaq and yeah. all of them, and he was the one that they chose from the yeah, NCAA. They always chose a high school, one high school yeah. player. And he didn't he actually play in the games? No, I don't think he I thought he actually Leitner, played, played hardly at all. Thomas Hill, Grant Hill. Grant, Grant Hill. Hill. That's, who I, that's who I was thinking of. Now I gotta figure out what that Detroit Pistons. I know you're talking about the white dude, the big tall white dude. Larry? No, not Larry. No, you're not. Um, I know. I know. I wasn't. Isaiah thinking of Thomas Larry Bird. was the point guard. Yeah, not short Isaiah Thomas that plays now. I mean, they're both short, <laughs> but not that short. I mean, the 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 real Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> That's how we're gonna label that. How how long oh are we into this gosh. recording? Oh wow, we're 50 minutes in. Oh my god. This went, this went off the rails. We didn't even fast. get to the question. Okay, okay, oh, we need to stop. Yeah, okay. the- I need to do the questions real quick. We're gonna we're gonna go through them real quick. This got way off track. Was it Joe? No, no. It was a uh, Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer. I was I was try- I was thinking Lemonier. I, I didn't That's think why that I was thinking right. L Lambeer. Yeah. Okay, here's the questions. All right, number one, more wins next year. Joe Flacco, at Denver, or Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. Lamar Jackson at the Ravens. Yeah, easy. Lamar. They've Jackson. got a good supporting cast. So I think Broncos have a really good defense. uh, I mean, the Broncos had a good. They were like seven and nine this year, and that was with Case Keenum. So you had Joe Flacco. So you still go on Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Um, Better chance of happening next. uh, No, better chance of happening. The Browns win the Super Bowl next year, or Kaepernick ever coming back to the NFL, playing a down in the NFL. So better chance of happening. So the Browns win it all next year. Next year. year. I'm not going to say ever because I feel like the one the path they're on, they're going to get one eventually. So I'm just saying next year. Uh, I'm going to go with Ooh. I'm going to go with Kaepernick. Yeah. Even if it's just as a backup, I'm saying Kaepernick. I'm going with the Browns. Of course you <laughs> Shocker. Are. What a shocker. What happens first? We get an undefeated NFL team, 
again, that would be again because there ha- it has happened once before in nineteen like seventy two. So we get an undefeated NFL team, or we get the first ever, I think, first ever undefeated college basketball team. So you think the the closest teams that have come to the there's only the only one I can think of the NFL in the past twenty twenty five years the Patriots when was they the lost Patriots the and they should have they were the better team they should have won but but uh, I mean Tennessee's the closest one this year which no, they've still 20, got what two losses they're one loss um, as far as going into the tournament Kentucky that year they went to the Final Four that was a few years ago and then I think the before then you had to go back all the way to UNLV in like ninety two or ninety three so I I, both are both are pretty rare yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say the NFL is more rare just because it's happened once. Well, see, this past year in the NFL, the closest was like a two-loss team, wasn't it? Only thing, I think the the Saints have thirteen and three. I think they were the best record, and I think they were thirteen what, and three. What did the Chiefs have four losses? I think. Yeah, because they lost to the Patriots, the Rams, the Rams probably four. They lost to the Patriots, the Rams, the Seahawks, and I feel like they lost one more. Patriots, Rams, Seahawks. They lost to and the Chargers. The they Chargers. lost to the Chargers, they so they did losses. have four losses. Yep. I'm gonna say NFL. I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say no, no, no. I'm gonna say the be, the we get the next one happen will be undefeated college basketball. I'm gonna say NFL. I'm gonna go with basketball because NFL is so hard because it's such. I think a, it's harder in the but, in but basketball. It's professional. I mean, there's every team's good. I mean, every team's good in their own. I mean, I'm not gonna say every team. I'm saying there's all these are the best of the best that are playing in the NFL. It is, and you're talking about 16 games. In the regular season, and then you got to go another three. So you got to go nuts. Nineteen games, you got to win. I think not necessarily three though. Are you including because they would get a bye week in that? If they're undefe- so, yeah, if be. they're undefeated, you're getting yeah. a bye week. You, that would be included, so yeah. nineteen games to go undefeated. Um, basketball. I mean, I know there's more, but I feel like there's a better chance. I mean, I. The chances, I think, of an NFL team being so super talented that they just beat everybody, I don't think. But I think in basketball, you can get one good recruiting class that can be. They're both red. They're both probably not going to happen for a Change while. Change my mind. But I, th- I'm gonna, I, I, th- I think there's been. I mean, the Patriots, the only team you can think of in the past forever that I can think of that has gotten to the Super Bowl undefeated. But at least we've known that uh, I can think of at least two basketball teams since 1990 that have gotten to the Final Four undefeated. So yeah, I, I'm going to go basketball. I think it's, I'm, I guess I just convinced you, but I, yeah. I just I was just I'm laying out saying, my argument. I'm just lay, laying out my argument why I think. So okay, uh, I'm going to skip that question. We'll save that for another day. Um, more likely to happen: the Cardinals take Kyler Murray at number one. Or Zion Williamson doesn't go number one in the NFL draft. More likely to happen. More likely to happen. Kyler Murray gets taken at number one by the well, I'll just say number one, but most likely by the Cardinals. Or Zion Williamson doesn't go number one in the NFL draft. You mean the NBA? So you're basically, NBA draft. Well, I mean, because there are certain teams that wanted him for a football player too. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the talk seems to be that Zion Williamson is clear cut the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. Who's got the number one pick, or who's most likely going to have the pick uh, in the NBA? See, I don't know, because they did that lottery crap, and so I don't know how... Who has I mean, a lot, of team, a lot of team, teams, the Knicks probably have one of the best chances. The Suns have a high chance, don't they? The Suns always have a high chance. <laughs> Ever since Steve Nash and uh, Mari Stoudemire. So, um... I'm going to say there's a better chance of Kyler Murray getting taken number one, because I just don't see how Zion doesn't get taken number one. 
So you're saying Kyler Murray gets taken number one over yeah. Zion it, not you, getting taken? This is, I mean, it's yeah. a better chance of happening. Kyler Murray gets taken or Zion doesn't. I mean, what? I mean, there's some good players, but I mean, is there any player you think? Because I mean, Zion, he's just, he is the most just, dominant player yeah, he's right now. Athleticism, size, and no uh, one, no one really inter- can compare with him in entertainment the, in college value. right now. Entertainment value. You got to think of that's big too, because everybody knows who he. Is. I mean, that's Dakota like, that's who like, Zion Williamson is. No. Okay. He's Duke's number one player. Ninety percent of the casual f- sports fans know who Zion Williamson is because I mean we we knew who he was before he got to college basketball because he was on YouTube with the dunks. Well, I mean not only just the dunks and all that, but the beef between him and um the Ball brothers oh, yeah. or whatever. But I mean, so he I mean from an entertainment value, if you're like if you're I mean the Knicks, obviously are the Knicks. But I mean, even they could use it. But if you're a team like the Suns or the Pelicans, you—I mean, you're not—you're not a storied franchise. You need someone that can sell seats, sell jerseys. I mean, people will buy a ticket to go see Zion Williamson oh, yeah. play. I don't care how bad the team is. So Probably going to win the dunk contest when he comes in. I don't know, he, I don't know how he wouldn't. Um, he, he does dunks that people do in the dunk contest on a regular basis during a game. Yeah, like it's no it's no big deal for him. I've never seen a dude and that. I mean, I'm not comparing him to LeBron by any means, but he's got the same He's got that level freakish of, athleticism for such a big guy. Like not LeBron. just that, but the same popularity level yeah. that LeBron had coming in. I would argue he was more popular than LeBron. Nah, I, I granted what, I what was helps that is I the, was his social media. Yeah, the social media. Social media makes everything way out of proportion yeah. now, but this is a dude that's going to come in his rookie year and have a shoe deal waiting on him. Well, a lot of guys. I, mean, I know, but like rare. this is a bigger shoe deal than most people. Like he's probably gonna start. Oh yeah, I, I might even buy some of these shoes. I mean, look, I, I, I wish he came to my school. I think everybody. I mean, I just don't. I don't. I, I don't I, see how he does it. I think Kyler Murray will go number one, and Zion Williamson will go number one. So. All right, Dakota, do you have anything to add? How long are we into this podcast? Uh, we're almost an hour. We're almost an hour in. I don't know who Zion Williamson is, but just to say what he didn't say is whatever he didn't say. <laughs> so, because I'm gonna be honest, I stopped listening. When We've got to show this man some highlights because he doesn't know what he's missing. Look, I've, I've never been into college basketball. I just college basketball. No, I mean, and I, I don't mean this in like a disrespectful way, but I really don't know how you haven't seen like because like it, it don't even matter if you're in basketball or not. This dude is like all over social. media. I've probably seen like a video of him before, and if I watch a video, I could be like, oh yeah, I've seen that before. But that's about the extent of I mean, it. I, like, I don't know names or anything. I like college basketball more than I like NBA. Oh basketball. yeah, like everybody. I think everybody does. To be honest with you. <laughs> Used to NBA was good, but it's just, well, I think we're. It's fun, going I think I think after this era, though, I mean, I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant's going to leave. So that's I, don't know. I think he is. I think he's going to go to New York. It, Boog, Boogie or Demarcus Cousins is going to stay. I, believe. I don't know if he'll stay. There I feel either. like he'll stay. I feel like someone's going to offer him some money this time around because what he's getting paid in Golden State is criminal. What they what they signed him for one year? Yeah, one year deal, and it was like low. I mean, he's way. I think like, it was like five. Six he's million. worth way more than. That. Man, this is an all star guy right here. Oh yeah. So, but anyways, we'll talk about that another day. Um, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, I'm sorry we went a little bit long after we were not going long. We'll try to work on that better. But thank you for listening. See you next week. See you next week. There is no place and no moment in history where I could stand and say arithmetic begins here. Now. Yeah.